What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a Monday edition of Nerd Thug Radio. That's right, we are on 104.5, 106.1, and I am one half of the world's greatest radio tag team championship of the world. Ruffles, chips, Doritos, I like them. It's Corey DLG, and with me as occasionally is... Ned. That's right, no Joey Savage still, he's gone missing. He's going to be let out of the asylum, I hear, within the next 24 to 48 hours. So, I guess we have him back on the air after that. Um, <laughs> He'll return shortly. Nah, he's on a trip with the fam, doing some uh, Sadie Savage championship things. If you've been following his Facebook at all, you saw that they, they won some things. So, they're, they're doing good out there. Um, also, they're in Disney World. So, it's like it's hard to feel bad for them. Right, you're like, like, oh, no. oh, dang, Disney World. He doesn't get to do a radio show. Happiest place on earth. Right. Mm. Mm. I don't know. That's, that felt <laughs> negative now that I did it. Uh, anyway, this this is Corey DLG, and this is, of course, Nerd Thug Radio, and it is a glorious, wonderful, amazing Monday afternoon. Um, for those of you joining us, uh, we are on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations on FM. We are also streaming worldwide on IRLoneStar.com, and you can check us on Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio, or also, uh, what am I forgetting? The, Nerd oh, Thug Radio.com. Nerd Thug Radio.com, that's right. Spotify, SoundCloud, we're on like everything. Are we on everything? iHeartRadio. We are on all the big iTunes. ones. iTunes. Hey, you know what I heard the other day? I heard iHeartRadio is like done now. Are they over? Is it over? So I, I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but I heard they went bankrupt, and then some of the Houston iHeartRadio stations are now, there's their radio.com, or there's something like it's I've a, heard I've heard radio.com before. Right, so now they're just totally something different. Um, I don't know. It took us a long time to get on there, so hopefully they're not going. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they went bankrupt, because they didn't join us faster. Couldn't afford us as well. That's right. That's, that's what's up. They're like, oh, Nerd Thug Radio can't keep it. (laughs) Where's our check, yo? (laughs) Where's our check? Anyway, uh, speaking of checks, big shout out to our sponsors, RNA Sports, Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, Cox ATA. Um, But yeah, so welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday, guys. Yeah. Starting off the week strong. That's right. Nico, how was your weekend? Uh, It was pretty good. I saw the Venom movie. That was exciting. We can talk about that in a little bit. Um, Okay. Uh, All right. It's it's pretty good. I've heard heard mixed things. I've heard people be like, oh, it's bad. I've heard people say it's pretty good. So I was going in this movie very open because I was like, it could go anywhere. It could go in any direction. Right. This is, I'm like, this is the most... I don't know movie. So okay, so before we do, before we get too far into it, I don't want to get too far into it. Uh, That's fair. But the first question I do have is, uh, how do you feel about Ed Hardy overall as an actor? I like him. Okay, because like I don't think he's a bad actor. And I mean, I, Tom I, Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy, yeah, Ed Hardy, the shirts. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of like a, a movie that he's done that I didn't like, and I can't think of one off the top of my head. I Even don't know. the other stuff, like where he plays the the gangster twin brothers, I never saw that in theaters. But HBO, one of the movie channels, plays it all the time. And so I've caught it a couple times now. He's really good in that, too. And he's playing two totally different. And they are totally different. They're twins, but they're completely different people. Like, right. So, like, the characters are different. Right. One of them deals with mental illness, and one of them is, like, is a, is, he's a mobster. And so, like, they're trying to balance each other. And the crazy one just makes everything worse. Like, it's just, it's it's interesting. It's a good movie. I, I like I like Tom Hardy. He's, he's very, very good. I liked him in this movie. So. Okay. All right. Good, good, good. Uh, anything else could happen this weekend? Uh, for me, no. But uh, I, I went back to uh, went back, started going back to Space Cadets locals after a short break. Okay, nice, yeah, nice. Good to see everybody again. Uh, catch me there on Fridays playing the Weiss Weiss Wars. Wush washi foo foo foo. Yep, that's the one. That's uh, that's went, that's went, German Japan mm-hmm. for those who are curious. Right. Yeah. Apparently, it just means white and black. <laughs> Is that really all it means? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's elaborate. Yeah. 
You know, uh, my mom likes this really fancy clothing line called White Black. That's that's a real like kind of like pretentious name, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> I hate going there. Although they do something really weird there, so she loves that place. So for a long time, for like. Mother's Day, Christmas, birthdays, I would just get her a gift card there. Right. Here's what they do that's weird, though. Because she's a member of White Black. Yeah, all right? All right, yeah. Yeah. So because she's a member, they give a discount if you buy gifts for her by name. And because I'm getting a gift card, they put it in her name. And they also mark it in her account that it exists. In case, like, I think if she forgets that it's there, she can still get the money off. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, because they, like, they type it in right there on the spot. Uh, but because she's a member, they gave me a discount on buying the gift card. Then they would give her a discount on spending the gift card. Whoa, hold on. It doesn't make sense to me. How like, does I that, feel like they're how screwing does something tra- up. How does that translate in money? <laughs> they, every time I would go, they would give me 10% off on the gift card. So if I was buying a $100 gift card, I would give them $90. Wild. Right. And then, like, I think I think they would charge me tax, I think. I don't, I don't remember. But it wouldn't be, like, it, would be, it wouldn't be 90 exactly, but it would be, it, they would it give would me $10 less than off 100. and then a fee. All right. So there might be, like, a, a gift card fee or something they're charging me. But I asked her about it one time. I said, do they give you... The whole $100? And right. she's like, yeah, I have $100 worth of whatever. And I'm like, okay. When you spend the money, do they give you... She's like, yeah. So they give me 10% off when I buy the gift card. And they give her 10% off when she spends it. Plus, they give her the uns- the unspent money also. Whoa. So I was like, what? That I don't sounds understand. like the worst business it plan ever. It seems like they're losing like 20%. Right. Like, I don't, like, on both sides of it, it seems well, like I mean, they're to losing be fair, money. clothing, clothing is such a, or whatever it is. I don't yeah, know. it's all clothing. Yeah. It's yeah. So clo- clothing is like their, their percent margins on like anything over $2 is like 1 million percent. Yeah. Your markup in, in clothes is crazy. And then especially at a place like this where it's, it's, I'm going to use air quotes here, fancy. Right. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. That $100 probably bought like a piece of a blouse. Right. So you're welcome. Whatever. But it's just weird to think that, like, they're giving me 10% back, and then they're giving her 10% back, and then they're letting her spend $10 that they never got from anybody. Right. It just feels like there's a large loss there somewhere on their end. Well, like, I, I feel like they're operating at such a positive. There's no way that's, like, the right. 20% on every purchase also the irrelevant. W- also, <laughs> all the women in there were, like, ridiculous attractive, and I'm sure that's on purpose. Right. I'm sure that's not a mistake. Right. Every time I would go in there, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing something nice for my mom. Yeah, what's up? Hey, what's, what's going up? on, guys? Love my mom. That's right, ladies. <laughs> Love my mother. But uh, but yeah, it was definitely it's definitely a weird like the math doesn't add up. Right. Yeah. Good job, math guy. Yeah. So so white straws just means white black. It just means white black. And okay. like it's funny because like they'll be like, oh yeah, it just means white black. And so there's the Schwarz side which is white, and like they're all different decks, but like it's arbitrary. <laughs> Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, there's only, like, eight decks that are in, like, the white side, and then black is, like, 24. And you're like, this isn't even balanced. That's so weird. That's so bizarre. But, like, I hate when things are unbalanced like that, right? Like, so, like, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, you can be a paladin for, like, any of the of the deities. But then there's only, like, a couple dark deities you can be a paladin for, and you can only do that if you're a good paladin who then breaks his oath. Right. So, like, why can't you just be really devoted to the bad guys? <laughs> You can't. It's not possible. Right. Like, apparently it doesn't work that way, but I don't see why it wouldn't. Like, if if I'm really devoted to the good guys, I can be a paladin. But if I'm really devoted to the bad guys, I'm just I'm just a terrorist. I guess. Right, I yeah. don't know. Like, it doesn't make sense I'm to just me. just a bad guy. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's, uh, I, I, I like things that have a balance or reciprocation to them. Right. Um, but, yeah, I get, you're right. Like, that's weird, though. I didn't know that that's what that meant, white, black. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So, what are, like, what's an example of, like, a black deck versus a white deck? There's literally no reason at all. Really? I think it's completely arbitrary. Okay. 
Well, I think I think it's like one of them. I think white is like white Schwartz specific. Like they're not coming from anything else. Like they're all licensed properties. Oh, but like white Schwartz owns these yeah. white entities. And, and then, then black then is like other licensed stuff that's not directly by them. So like other animes and stuff? Yeah. Okay. So like essentially it's like a crossover game. Yeah, it's a super crossover game. Uh, well, at least, I mean, that's kind of interesting. There was a game in the 90s that was a card game called Overpower. Okay. And it was essentially, it started out as just Marvel, and then it went to DC also. Uh, and it was interesting, except the pain in the butt was you could have, like, three heroes or three characters on your lineup. Uh-huh. Um, but you had to have the character card in order to be able to use them. And then they each had their own separate sets of moves that they could do. Oh, okay. So, like, you would get a booster pack. And, and it might like, it might have like two moves for Spider Man in it, but if you don't have Spider Man, it's irrelevant. Right, two useless cards. Right, thanks thanks for that and the six dollar booster pack. Appreciate yeah. it. And that's why I like White Schwartz is because every every anime or like property they release is its own. Like usually they go with like it's a whole set. booster box yeah. for that set, and then they'll go with like a like a, a trial deck or like what is it like a starter deck. That's basically what Magic did, right? Where the new stuff was all kind of self contained in the new. Yeah, you could you could probably. Like I was talking to, I was actually talking to B Mac when he was playing. He's like, "Yeah, I built this entire like commander, which is over a hundred. This is a hundred cards and a and a, a legendary creature for like all from one set. He built it from all of the Amon Ket set, and it was like a whole zombie list. Nice. So he's so it's like, yeah, it works in and of itself. Right. Like they'll work together. Like if they introduce a new, oh, that's gonna be a problem. Sorry, we're live stream. We're watching the Rockets Lakers game from Saturday night. Uh, we're catching up on it. And I don't know if that was a flop or not, but it looks like somebody just got body slammed to the floor. Oof. Uh, yeah, yeah. Enos the third might have committed a real big foul there. Anyway, um, but yeah, I definitely I like the idea of like everything being self-contained, and then also with Magic the Gathering, when they introduce a new concept, it's typically contained within that set, like a new power or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a serious clothesline. But he went face first to the ground for flopping. Right. But uh, that that was uh, I do like that because it it really adds variety to like the different lists. Like I remember when the artifacts came out, or not artifacts, the uh, like different like treasure systems, and like it was a bunch of like goblins that are like pirates and stuff. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah, um, they've definitely done some cool stuff though with magic in the past. Um, what are we doing on time here? Do we got time to get into anything else here? We got two minutes. We got two minutes. All right. Um, so I guess we'll kind of talk about we we've mentioned this on ball control before. Uh, the rocket season just ended. Uh, the big Astros. shout out the Astros. Sorry, we got the Rockets on here. Yeah, the Astros <laughs> season just ended. Big shout out to the Astros, though. We want to kind of congratulate them on their accomplishments this year. This was a great season for them to get to the top four like that is a big deal. Um, conference uh, division, second in division, second in division, fourth overall. Um, yeah, and it, like, and honestly, it, you, the unfortunate thing is. We probably would have beat the Dodgers if we'd have been able to get through Boston. We probably would have beat the Dodgers, who who miraculously beat the Red Sox or uh, the Brewers. Brewers. But um, yeah, I do a sports show. I'm like, I'm terrible. <laughs> what are you What are you doing? I'm, I'm awful right now. Rockets uh, like second game. Yeah. They're like uh, end of their season. End of their season. The Texans won the World Series championship for the Hockey Arrows League. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, oh, Gordy Howe is the yeah. best guy ever. <laughs> Barack Obama for president. Like, right. just get it all wrong here. Uh, but so it's definitely, it definitely is like, uh, it's it's a little heartbreaking to go out this way. But you got to think, getting World getting Series champs last year, getting back to the to the division championship like this, uh, that's a big deal. The the league championship. I don't know what they call them here for. 
It was the NLC. It was National. It was the American League Championship Series. Okay. All right. So uh, the league championship. Yeah. You know the league inside the league. <laughs> right. They do two. Uh, that's why I don't like it because it's Major League Baseball and then the American League and the National League. That's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those naming conventions. Don't you love them? Right. See, the NFL does National Football League, and then they do conferences and then divisions within. This does league, league, conferences. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're like, no, oh. league, league, division, and you're like, what? Okay. Why? All right. But anyway, I mean, you always want to win a World Series, and getting go, getting that close is disappointing. But congratulations to the Houston Astros. It was a great season. Jose Altuve immediately had knee surgery afterwards. Like, this was a team that was just trying as hard as it could. Right. And it just came up a little short this year. And that That's okay, guys. So next when we year. get back, we're going to rebound, and they're going to rebound, and next year's going to be beautiful. Next segment's going to be beautiful. We're having a happy Monday right here at Nerd Thug Radio. Talk about our friends R&A Sports. Oh, sorry. Right here in Conroe. They're at 3501 North Fraser Street. North Thirty-five. They've got sports memorabilia out the wazoo. Any kind of uh, collectible, sports-wise, they've got it. Uh, they've also got some New Era and uh, Mitchell and Ness apparel. So they've got just everything. If you want sports stuff, go see our friends at RNA Sports up in Conroe. Tell them we sent you, and they will give you a twenty percent off a ticketed item. Yeah, hey, hi, uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio, and great respect for you guys for tuning in and listening. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me, as usual, Ned. That's right. And we are here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. This is, of course, Nerd Thug Radio. This is Monday afternoon. You're having the best day of your life. It's rocking and it's rolling, and you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. All right. So, um, Nico, you said you had something you wanted to bring up here. Yeah, so uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And All right, so we're stealing someone else's bit. I like right, it. We're stealing someone else's Starting bit. off good. Here we go. So, no, they were talking about self-driving cars, and they were talking specifically about a story about a woman. Uh, they were doing some sort of test for a self-driving car. and a Hang on, hang on. Before we get into that, so we're watching this Rockets game, and they just showed a banner the size of a building. If that was an apartment, and there's now a banner over your window, do you get to pay less rent? I hope so. I hope that's how that works. That seems like a total, like, F over right there, right? Like, there's literally a banner hanging over your apartment. Right. What are you supposed to do? Right. You know, I had a really nice view of the down... Oh, LeBron James banner of, for selling beats, of all things. Like, it's an <laughs> advertisement. Are you getting some ad money from this? I like, hope so. Did you get a... If you didn't get a, at least a discount on your rent, do you have a lawsuit there where you're like, wait a minute, the building's getting paid to block my window with a beats... Right, yeah, uh, and banner? I don't get anything from it. Also, what happens to the forty foot, forty story tall banner when it uh when it comes down? Uh, there's a bunch of companies that will recycle it. Oh, really? Yeah. What do they turn them into? More banners. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Either more banners, and I know like Shark Tank had like one where they like it was like they make like backpacks and other bags out of it. 
out of these big uh, banners. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. I do love some Shark Tank. Okay. Sorry. So anyway. So self-driving cars. Yes. Uh, so the story goes is that this, this car is on. There's a person in the car. Okay. All right. That's supposed to be monitoring it. Okay. Not really paying attention, though. Uh, so what happens is that this woman runs out into the street, and the self-driving car hits and kills her. <laughs> So she runs out into the street. So she's not at a designated crosswalk. No. Okay. So she and this is the dead of night. Okay. It's dark. So first of all, there's a bit of a horror story element to this, right? Right. Uh, where you're kind of a little bit like, oh my god, what a terrifying thing to hear out loud is that someone just walks out into traffic. Right. Uh, the first thing it makes me think of, and this is kind of a weird detour. There was a player in the NFL for the New Orleans Saints, and he had gone. Um, I'm gonna get his name wrong here, so I don't want to say it because I don't want to. I don't want to say the wrong guy's. You name You want to say someone else that died? <laughs> well, I don't want to say. I don't want to get the wrong guy's name because in the story, the guy kills someone. Oh no! Uh, he leaves the nightclub. He's uh, oh Dante Stallworth is his name. He leaves the nightclub in Miami, hanging out with a bunch of athletes. The NBA, the NFL season has just ended. Okay. okay. He's down in Miami partying in a nightclub. Uh, he runs up a several hundred dollar tab, We're talking four or five hundred dollars in a nightclub. All right. Um, while he's driving home at five in the morning. Uh, he hits a guy with his car and he kills him. Uh, initially, the um, he refuses the blood alcohol. He refuses all the stuff, so he's in jail. That's that's how that works. Yep. So while he's in jail, though, the story that comes out of the media is DWI, blah blah blah. He's a terrible person. Uh, another NFL player losing control, blah blah blah. Da, da, da. This is right around the time there were some other people in the headlines. Right. And this one looks real bad because a guy dies. It starts to come out though. Some footage comes out from a highway cam way down that you can literally see this man jump in front of his car. It also comes out that, yes, he was out at the nightclub, but he recently started a new workout regimen and wasn't drinking that night, but he took his boys out to celebrate the end of the season because his crew, I guess, helps him take care of his stuff. Right. And, he ran, and they ran up the bill, and Dante simply paid for it because he took them out that night. But he wasn't drinking. Then there was like trace evidence of marijuana in his system, but it was but according to all parties involved, it was weeks prior and had nothing to do with the accident. Um, so then all of a sudden it goes from he killed a guy to an accidental homicide. Then he also he he goes ahead and he pleads to like a driving under the influence type situation because he still tested positive at the end of the day for the marijuana. Right. Um. And I think he doesn't have a license for like two or three years, and he got suspended by the NFL for like a full season for the whole incident. Hmm. But in the end, it really wasn't in the eyes of the law, especially. It wound up that it wasn't necessarily something he was at really called for. Yeah, it wasn't something necessarily that it was. Nobody was happy that their uh, that their athlete was out at five in the morning after partying all night at a nightclub. None of that looks good. Right. Uh, Miami's a crazy place, and he was speeding. He was driving at excess speed in his supercar, which was another problem. But the murder itself wound up being an accident. Right. Yeah. That he was not, that the other guy was responsible for. Right. Um. So that all kind of makes me think of this. This woman may have seen this car coming and been like, "This is it. Today's the day. I'm out." Right. Um. I feel really bad initially for the guy autopiloting the car. Right. Because, like... Well, the, 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 and the thing that was such a big deal is that he was on his phone at the time. I mean, okay, but he's doing the right thing there. Like, if he's going to be on his phone, which you're not supposed to be while you drive, oh, but I have autopilot. 
So I turn on my autopilot to be on my phone. That makes that legitimate to me. Like that makes that he's, he's trying to take advantage of his safety features to safely do something. So I'm okay with that. Right. Um, so so where does it go? And the, and the real oh, question right. the real question that gets posed is, was it the fault of of this of this car? Because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to stop everything. So until they can prove otherwise, I'm gonna say yeah, 100. percent This is the fault of the car, and this is the danger of putting autopilot in these cars because technically this makes the car liable, not the person. So like. If I'm an auto insurance company, I'm not paying it because I'm like, you need to contact the manufacturer and find out why, why their car is letting you run people over an autopilot. Um, and, like, if I'm if I'm the family, I'm suing the manufacturer, not the car, not the insurer, um, because their, their autopilot didn't protect the person. Um, but I've also seen clips where people think the autopilot is on, and it's like, this car won't let me run this person over because autopilot's on, and then they hit the guy with the car doing a demo. Right. Like, I've seen it. Like, there was a salesman standing literally in, like, the underpass of, like, a car dealership, you know, the overhang. Yeah. And he's like, watch, this car can't run me over. And someone gets in it, and they... Just run him over. They're doing, like, 15, and they hit him. <laughs> like, he rolls up on the hood of this car that they're trying to sell. And they're like, uh, maybe it wasn't on right now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. My bad. Um, But, yeah, so I, I do think that there's... <sighs> I would say that the liability lies with the maker of the car. I would also say that the technology isn't perfect yet. Uh, not maybe perfect's not the right word. Isn't good. Isn't isn't going to be flawless enough where it can. I mean, if someone's if someone's driving down the road, if someone's driving down the road, or and someone can jump in front of their car from the side of the, I need to know what kind of distances were involved. If there right. was any sort of realistic distance, now look, man, if a car's doing eighty-eight miles an hour and it doesn't time travel, but it stays on the road, and this lady jumps out in front of it. 20 feet away that's no that car's never going to stop a time no matter what features you put in it right if she jumps out in front of this car 200 feet away and the car doesn't stop doesn't stop and doesn't do all sorts of noises and notifications and lane changes and things then yes i'm on the that's the manufacturer's fault if it's not within a safe distance of stopping anyway i don't know man i don't know like Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not really sure what's gonna happen there, um, but that's that, that's the other thing is that would would a person have done anything different? Because I mean, no. Uh, well, again, I would need to know the distances. Like if it's 20 feet away, there's no difference. No, there's no difference. What, what would you have done? You, you right, would yeah. you would have flipped your car and still squished her, <laughs> right. right? You would have slammed on your brakes, th- thrown your wheel 180 degrees, and you still would have pushed her. So right. like. I mean, I'm I'm just not sure. Yeah, this is why we were rewatching this game. They're getting to the fight right now that, that everyone's talking about today. Um, Brandon Ingram. There you go. Just, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Just like, throw hands, middle of the court. And I told you earlier that Chris Paul is an antagonist. Right. Um, and you see that he was in the middle of all of this. Yeah, I don't. Good I don't, for him. What's we'll what's we'll to get this on some replay maybe or something. Uh, but yeah, I just you can't. I don't know. I would need to see a replay before I know who to blame. Isn't that, isn't that like we're playing the blame game? Like we're like, oh, someone's got to be at fault. Uh, I just, uh, I don't know, man. Like I don't, I don't know. I, the technology's not right. The technology's not right at all. I don't think it, uh, it's not there yet. But I mean, but it might be. It might be. Like the woman might have jumped out twenty feet, and this might be the safest outcome. 
Remember the movie I Robot? Yeah. Where the robot saved Will Smith instead of the little girl because the robot calculated Will Smith had like a 70% chance of survival and not the little girl. Right. And Will Smith is like, you save the little girl every time, man. No, it saved me. And it's like, well, no, it's got to, the machine's going to do the most logical outcome. Right. Um, and that's the only way. That's the only way you're going to do it. Right. That's the only way that that, that could be handled. So what's got to happen there is you have to evaluate, you know, if she jumped out at 20 feet, I'm sorry to say we've not disrespected a person or a thing, but the safest thing to do is if you can't stop, don't because you're, you're just going to wreck yourself and her. Right. So then it's like, what do you do? Right. Then, then it's a, then it's all, all of a sudden now it's a big deal. Cause now, cause now you have another person injured or like several parties instead of just the one. So I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough decision to make. Right. And then plus the car might just explode. Like, I mean, I don't know. Once you start doing stuff like that. Right. I don't know. Then what are you going to do? Right. Yeah, I don't know. How, what time, what, how much time we got left here? Uh, we got like a minute. <laughs> got a minute? Okay. So I guess in summary here, we're saying, uh, man, but if I had a car that self-drove, I would self-drive all the time. Right. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even do anything. <laughs> no, I would totally self-drive all the time because honestly, what, what I mean, what's the purpose of this feature? What did I pay the... $2,000 or the extra whatever it's for for the feature. Right. If I'm not going to use it. <laughs> and here's the thing is actually I've seen these YouTube clips where the Tesla is accurately predicting the accidents way in advance. Right. Uh, there was a whole it was like a four minute YouTube thing. It was like watch the car save people's lives. And I was like alright I'm curious. And it, it, it does like it breaks and then a couple seconds later the car in front of them gets into an accident. And it's like it's like wow. So it's it's doing its long term projection and it's tracking and its little lasers are working and right. And you gotta and you gotta think about self driving cars are already better drivers than us because we are distracted by right stuff. by the stuff in the car like our phones, our and phones, the, and the, the radio, people, and the kids in the back seat yelling, making noises, and then you have gotta turn around and body slam somebody. Right. Um, so it's already paying way paying way more attention than you. Right. Because it doesn't care about that stuff. And right. and again. I, it, I would like to know more about that accident, but there's always going to be mistakes and issues. So it's about how we handle it. It's about how you address it and make the technology better. But I'm not all. I'm not going to immediately assume that the technology is the screw up. But if I'm the insurance company, right? I, I'm not paying because my driver didn't do it and the car didn't do it. The technology did it, right? And that's on the manufacturer. Uh, that being said, we're going to get out of here. We're going to jump out to a break, and when we come back, we're going to have more Nerd Thug Radio. And we're going to do the Nico review of Venom. the captain joey savage of nerd thug radio school is back in session so let's talk about cox ata martial arts as the leader in the american taekwondo association in north houston with two convenient locations there's one in conroe next to the academy on north loop 336 one in fmf 1488 in magnolia they have martial arts self-defense and leadership programs for everyone in the family for those interested check them out at coxata.com 
And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Abel Andrew Jackson here, the face of professional wrestling. I need you to stand up for greatness and always listen to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd the Radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, boys. Good job. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual, Ned. And with us not today is the Captain Joey Savage. With us in spirit. I don't even know. if I'm, I didn't even check with him. He might not be. <laughs> Spiritless. I don't know. It's tough to say. We might <laughs> check in with his spirit real fast. Yeah, we'll we'll dial in over the break. We'll send an email to his spirit and see where it's at. Um, <laughs> he may be at Disney World. <laughs> That's fair. He's like on a roller coaster. He's like, hang on, my spirit's getting a call right now. Uh, you can hear us on 104.5, The Sister Stations, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio is where the social media gets down. And then we're also on NerdThugRadio.com. We are hard at work on a shop for you guys. We're going to start posting some links to that here soon. We're kind of putting the finishing touches on it. We, we're excited. Um, uh, I feel like there's some other stuff. Oh, let's go. Let's do this. Nico, tell the world about Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming is a phenomenal gaming store where all your gaming needs can be met. They got all kinds of games. They got Dungeons and Dragons, Friday Night Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Vanguard, uh, Weisschwartz, uh, tons of other games. Uh, there's a lot of demo games that are available. You know, if you want, you know, gaming can be expensive. So if you want to try something out before you buy, there's your option. However, you will get a 20% discount if you mention Nerd Thug Radio to Big Mac and his wonderful staff. Ooh. Hey, how, how much if, like, if you spent like $10 million, how much would you save there? Like, a lot of money. <laughs> I'm bad at math. <laughs> the answer was $2 million. Okay. $2 million. That's there you all. Go. This is an infinitely scalable deal. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, so anyway, they got a great, friendly, knowledgeable staff there. They want to help you guys out. They are located there on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge, across from the Woodlands Mall. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. Go get your game on. It's true. All right. Um, so you went and saw a movie. I did. You went and saw a movie, huh? I saw the Phenom Venom. Thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I mean, if you want to drive across town, we might, we might as well. <laughs> I mean, you didn't. I mean, you didn't even ask like if I was willing to. You just went without me. Yeah, I went. Like I went and saw it. This hurts. It's a little bit of a burn. Oh, oh, are you sad? Uh, listen, if I were to do something, I would text you. I yeah. don't do anything, so I don't text you. Right. But if I did something, and I used your AFC points, <laughs> see this, see <laughs> this is what's happening here. Yeah, this is a travesty. Uh, I only paid like $4 for like popcorn. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. So you got the discount of my million points that I've never been able to use. <laughs> you never use them. Because it never offers me anything. <laughs> I didn't know. If I f- I walked up to the register like, yeah, you got $15. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm losing that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I didn't even know. You like, snooze, you lose. <laughs> I had built up a million AMC points, and I thought there was no value to them because never, there was never, like, because I put in the code every time. So I was really expecting to put in the code, and they'd be like, you get free movie tickets this time. Nah. Never happened. No, you're selling the concessions. <laughs> you have to tell them. 
I hate you. <laughs> I, I now, like, when we finish this radio show, I want to see you in the locker room afterwards. <laughs> what is that? $15 worth of AMC points. You're going to Venmo me $15. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I earned that money. Ugh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's just, you have no like people listening think this. I am not kidding. It is so frustrating. These AMC points. I've I've had AMC forever, and there's no value to these points at all, as near as I can tell. I've like racked up thousands and thousands of points. I would use it when other people were buying tickets. I would be like, oh, can I give them my? Let me just real quick, and then like, okay, go ahead and pay for it. Like I use this thing all the time because I thought I was gonna get something out of it. I've never once gotten anything from these points. <laughs> These points have been completely worthless to me. Very useful to me. $15. I hate you. Like, I'm so <laughs> mad right now. I feel so betrayed. Take over the AMC. By both my brother and by AMC. We are not members, AMC. We are not friends, okay? <laughs> not sponsored by AMC. No. Jerks. I can't believe. <sighs> All right, so I saw Venom. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it anymore. With my free popcorn. You, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 hey, popcorn's like $100. Oh. It's uh, worse. You made it worse. Yep. Fine. Whatever. Tell me your stupid story. Uh, it's a pretty good film. I, I really liked it. Whatever. Uh, it was exciting. We got to see uh, Riot is actually in the movie, which is another symbiote. So they didn't do like Carnage or anything. They did Riot, huh? Yeah. That's kind of a lie. Uh Carnage is hinted at the end credit scene. Oh, yeah? Yes. We do see whatever his name is. Cassidy something? Cletus Cassidy? Yeah. Supposed to be a serial killing redneck? Yeah. So what are they... Um, yeah, the movie's been a couple weeks. We can do this. Okay. So it's a symbiote. Is that is that what's going on? Yeah. Okay. So these people he's testing it on before Eddie Brock gets a hold of it. Are they like... what? Who are these people? Where is he finding them? Um, so the, the whole, the whole, like, dealio behind this corporation is that, like, they find, like, people who are, like, are, like, homeless or, like, people who, like, basically do anything for a little bit of money. And, uh, sounds like, like the symbiotes, uh, the symbiotes are, are explained to have, like, preferences, like, kind of like an organ transplant where, like, they have to match. Okay, so they're looking for, like, a fit. Yeah. And, uh, and so these homeless people haven't been a fit for Venom. No. Uh, so do they die? Yeah, it oh. kills them. Oh, or like it, one guy where it doesn't kill him immediately, but like he gets it, and they're like, "Oh, perfect!" And then he slowly dies. <laughs> oh, that's a problem. Yeah, that's a real problem. Yeah, so it's just it's just like twenty minutes of them just killing people, and they're like trying to find like perfect matches. They call it the symbiosis. The symbiosis, and then they just say it weird because they're probably foreign. Yeah, the symbiosis. What? What are you what? saying? That's not how you pronounce that. So that eventually matches with Eddie Brock. Yeah. So yeah. Eddie Brock breaks in because he's trying to save somebody. The symbiote then jumps from that person to Eddie Brock, and then Eddie Brock's like, "Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> cool. I'll wear it. All right. What's up, man?" And then, so it's not connected to Spider-Man at all. Then no, Spider-Man is not in. Although they do mention the Daily, what is it called? The Daily Planet. The Daily Planet. Daily Bugle. You bugle. Yeah. Yeah. Daily, Daily Planet. Superman. Superman. Yeah. So, but I mean, okay, so the reason I ask that is one of the attributes of Venom is that he's immune to the spider sense because the symbiote and Peter Parker had already merged previously, and it basically kind of tuned his body to it, and so now it's invisible to it. Right. 
but I guess that won't happen in the movies. No, and it was uh, not really explained. He, there's, like, zero connection to Spider-Man. Okay. That's so weird. It's yeah. so weird. Um, I, I guessing, I'm guessing Venom is, like, a, like, sort of the hero of the movie. Yeah, so he's kind of got a fun relationship because uh, Tom Hardy, uh, Eddie Brock, is just trying to be, like, trying to be a good dude because he's not a terrible person. And Venom's like, kill him, dude. Just just eat his head. <laughs> he's like, whoa. He's like, oh, dude, don't do that. Yeah, no, I don't want to just eat his head. Can't we talk about this? No. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, you just head then. Right, yeah. And so basically he's kind of, he's trying to just, first, at first he's like, ah, survival is key. That's all we need. And then at the end of the movie, he's like, I like this planet. This planet is nice. <laughs> and he's, he kind of turns into like a weird anti-hero that kills people. Yeah, like, and that's what he was in the comic books for a long time. He was like, he's a good guy, but he's not the best guy. Right. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, don't do that. <laughs> no? <laughs> it's like a murderer. Yeah. Um, I think the best use for him, and I'm surprised they didn't do this in the movie, is the Flash Thompson agent Venom concept, where... The military has found a way to kind of keep the symbiote under control with, like, drugging it. And then they give it to him, and he's like a one-man special forces when he has the suit on. But the longer he wears the suit, the more the suit takes control of him instead of vice versa. So he has to stay on the drugs, and he can only wear the suit for X amount of time before he's got to, like... If he doesn't de-suit, then he runs the risk of losing control. Hmm. I like that as a concept. Yeah, this one they just went for Feral Beast Man. Right. That's kind of, I mean, I guess that's kind of interesting, too, though. Yeah. It was interesting to see uh, some one of the other symbiotes, because everyone knows Carnage, everyone knows some of the other ones, but they're like, hey, remember Riot? That's a weird, you're right, that is a weird one. Because, like, okay, so for those who don't know, the symbiotes are, since they're a living thing, they go through, like, a cycle where they they lay symbiote eggs. Well, it's just the one. But in the comic book, he laid six at once, initially. And there were, that's where they get, like, this whole little group, and it's, like, Riot and a bunch of other angry words. Right. Symbiotes. <laughs> angry man. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, I don't scream and rage and yeah. cut. And I don't, like, I don't remember. And there's, there's, there's references to, um, there's references to the other ones, because, like, when they first show up, they're, like, in, like, a big container. Yeah. And there's, like, a bunch of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's like a, there's a yellow one. You're like, I oh, scream because scream's yellow. There's right, like a, exactly. The black one, which is obviously Venom, and then the blue one is Riot, and then there's another one that we don't see, but ends up dying later in the movie. Oh, okay. Because oh. it, it's explained that if they they can't survive on the planet uh, without a host. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of interesting though. Um, so overall, how what did you think? Uh, it was fun. It was really good. Give uh, it a letter grade. A letter grade. Uh, I'll give it. I'll give it a B. Okay, all right. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, but, you know, it didn't disappoint me, and uh, the interactions between Venom and Eddie Brock is really fun. So if if you were buying a movie ticket on discount and eating someone else's popcorn, you, you would go see this movie? Oh, yeah, twice. Uh, I hate you. I hate you. Um, and also, uh, there's two, post, uh, two post-credit scenes. Uh, oh, yeah, t- uh, real quick, tell me about those, and then let's do... Uh, uh, so the first one, uh, he goes and meets Cletus Cassidy at in a maximum security prison, and he's like, there's going to be carnage when I leave. <laughs> carnage is obviously the other symbiote. Cletus Cassidy is a redneck serial killer. It gets real bad when he gets the suit. So that's yeah. probably where Spider-Man would show up. Probably. Uh, what's the other one? And the other one is post-finished like credits, there's like a small bit of Into the Spider-Verse. Which is the animated movie. Which is the animated movie starring Miles Morales, and there's like five, four or five other Spider-Men. 
Yeah, the, the Spider-Verse stuff is cool, but it's, it, it follows a concept that every universe has a Spider-Man. Right. And then they all meet and work together. Um, so this was just, uh, it was just a fun little slapstick moment between uh, Miles Morales and, like, old man. Not old. He's not old. He's, like, mid-30s Peter Parker at this point. That's kind of cool. So it's just a fun interaction between them. And, it like, that movie looks, like, visually, oh, I it's see incredible. That movie. I want to see that movie so bad. It looks incredible, and, like, it's real funny. <laughs> I want to see that movie. I'm, like, I'm excited about that. Um, Before we get out of here, though, tell our friends about RNA Sports. Uh, RNA Sports, located at 3501 North Fraser Street. Look at that, nailing it. Ah, I got to remember. It's one of the three addresses I have. <laughs> um, they're your location for they're your location for all sorts of sports memorabilia, pop culture memorabilia, sign things. Uh, they're doing December eighth. They have uh, what are they having? Uh, they're having Rudy Tomjanovich. Never underestimate the heart of a champion. Uh, his signings most likely have a authenticator there. You could get your stuff authenticated. Of course, they're also doing a sell right now, forty percent off all supplies last for all Astros gear to celebrate the end of a great season, with the exception of any Kate Upton sweaters they may have. Right, which sold out recently. Uh, yeah, they said sold out, but I'm guessing they must have a couple if they threw that disclaimer up there. But what that means is you need to hit up RNA Sports on Facebook today, tomorrow, real soon. Get your forty percent off all Houston Astros gear to sum up the 2018 season. Right, we had a good run, boys. We had a good run. We did have a good run. Uh, so that being said, we're going to run out here to a break, and when we come back, we got one more segment on this glorious Monday of the Nerd Thug Radio. Gentlemen of Nerd Tug Radio Listening Kingdom, let me tell you about my friend Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. You cross Robinson Road away from the Woodlands Mall, and you will wind up at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming, the family-friendly number one place to go to get your game on. They got Dungeons and Dragons going on nightly. They got Friday Night Magic. They got a Vanguard and all kinds of great games. They have demo games. They have a knowledgeable staff. They have family-friendly atmosphere. This is where you go. Ooh, I'm so excited. This is where you go now that summer is over and school is starting. This is where you go to get your game on, okay? They got all kinds of board games, anything you're looking for. They got all the different guidebooks for Dungeons and Dragons and all the different role-playing games. They got different Star Wars. They got everything you could possibly want, need, or look for in a gaming store. Space Cadets Gaming Gaming right there in Oak Ridge. Satan Earth Radio sent you, and you will get 20, 20%. Is that right? 20% off your ticket. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Oh. It's like we're like super. Yeah, woo! Got him. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> yeah. But like a really pumped, like, yeah. ugly, less rhythmy Beastie Boys. Oh. Uh. 
Yeah, that's you know, less rhythm. <laughs> yeah. You say, yeah, man, they were rappers. They had rhythm. No. I mean, they had weird rhythm, but <laughs> yeah, like, we're true. less rhythmy than them. Like, I have rhythm. Yes, I do. Do you have rhythm? No. How about you? <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You don't. Um, I don't know why I had to rhyme that. Like, there was no reason. <laughs> no reason to be that guy. <laughs> I guess it's because you were talking about the Beastie Boys, maybe? <laughs> anyway, uh, you're hearing us on 104.5, 106.1. They're called the Sister Stations. We are streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Facebook.com backslash NerdThug Radio is where we get down on that social media. That's what we do. We got that website, NerdThugRadio.com. Check out Ball Control. Check out Ball Control. Comes on Thursdays at 2 p.m. And then obviously we air on Fridays and Mondays at 2 p.m. And now I'm clapping into the microphone. I don't know why. I'm like a, I'm like a seal doing a Dude trick. Claps. I hate when people clap, too. Like <laughs> that's, my, that's my new, like, I know it's a new thing that people do to emphasize points, but I find it to be so obnoxious. Right. It's the most obnoxious of obnoxious things. Anyway, before we get too far into this episode, let's make sure we say hello, what's up, and tell our friends about Cox ATA. You got it, this one? No. You don't? I didn't think you did. I was curious. I, I I'm not know. prepared. I, I, I didn't know if you even... I don't... So anyway, all, all I know is the, the catch line. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, you, we'll come to you for the catch line then. All right. Okay. All right. So the Nerdy Ninja has two locations in Conroe. Cox ATA is the leader in martial arts training. I believe at least in Houston. might be Texas. Could be the world. I don't know that. They don't, got lots of champions there. Don't quote me. They got a lot of champions there. They got state champions. They got regional champions. They got uh, world champions. They got all kinds of champions. Um, little Sadie Savage is always up there training. She's got a pretty regular schedule she maintains up there. Uh, the Captain Joey Savage spends some time, some time there, and Miss Sa- Miss Allie Savage spends some time there. It's it's just it's the place to be uh, for the Savage Clan for sure. And also, if you got a kid, he always recommends bringing the kids in. They do a lot of like tiny tigers and all kinds of stuff. Um, we link to their Facebook pages a lot, so make sure you check out our Facebook page if you can't find them, and you'll find them through us. If not, check out their Facebook information. When you go in, you, if you tell Nerdthug Radio sent you, you get two free weeks of training. Nico, tell them about that tagline. We teach leader. Oh, oh. We, we, we teach. Le- oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> teach life skills, build leaders, leave a legacy. There you go. I remember, but I got all jumbled in my head. You you should apologize because the nerd ninja is going to find you. I sincerely apologize. I hope he finds you in the shadows of an AMC and just karate chops you in the back of the head. It just kills me. It gives you a Gordy Howe injury that you can't come back from. What do you mean he came Boom. back just better at he, everything? He did. Would you? <laughs> no, because I'm not as good as Gordy Howe. That's right, you're not. Write that in your diary. Uh, I'll never be as good at anything as Gordy Howe is at hockey. No one will ever be as good at anything as Gordy Howe is at hockey. That is true. We looked him up on ball control. We're, we're now cross-show referencing jokes here. That's how it goes. Um, listen to all our content. Yeah, you better listen to everything because we're just that good. Anyway, thank you for listening. We really have a great time doing this show. Uh, you know, there's something I've been catching in the news a little bit here lately. What's up? Uh, they're basically, it sounds like Daniel Craig is doing one more James Bond, and then it seems like that's it. What is it, like nine James Bond movies now? For him, I think this would be his fifth. Is it really that many? Yeah, because there's been a few I don't even... They all have weird... Yeah, they all have weird titles. Have quantum really Solstice. Weird, I hated that one, a Quantum of Solace. You know what that means to me? Nothing. <laughs> like, I had to get a thesaurus to figure out what they were even going for there, and it right. was, for a nanosecond, he felt better, and then he moved on. Right. Really? Really? Quantum of Solace? That's what you want to go for? James Bond, super spy, murdering man machine? That's what you want to do? Right. Ugh, I hated it. I hated it. And then the rest of them were like, 
the secret organizations. You know what's weird is I feel like the plots to Mission Impossible and James Bond like parallel each other. <laughs> a little bit. Because like, remember he was fighting against like who is the organization, and then it turns out that in Mission Impossible there was a the Rogue Nation. It was another organization. It was another organization that was like. The, well, I feel like I feel like there's only so many things you can do with super secret spies. What? No, you could do anything. That's the point, right? Like, right. But why are we getting so much crossover in these big major? That's franchises? yeah. That's my thing. Is like there should be no crossover because really it could be about anything and anyone. Because uh, it's a spy, so like in theory, anything and anyone, anyone could be anyone. A spy. Well, well, like it could take you anywhere. Like uh, the Quantum of Solace, there was a guy trying to buy the water rights to the world, basically. Which Genius is, level which intellect. seems legal to me, honestly. I don't right. know what the issue was. Like, like, yeah, you probably don't want him to own all the water, but if he buys it, I guess that's pretty much it. <laughs> what are you um, going to do about it? Right, what are you going to do about it? Um, but then he, he blew that guy up in a hotel in the middle of a desert. So <laughs> Needed that water then, boys. Yeah. Bet, you, bet you're thirsty now. Actually, the guy running the corporation was also the guy who killed his ex-girlfriend, and so he took him into the desert and he gave him a gallon of oil and left him. And said, I bet you'll get pretty thirsty by day two. Uh, that's such a bad line. <laughs> I don't know. That probably wasn't the real line. I don't remember what it was. But he, right. d- he leaves him in the desert with a gallon of oil. And he's like, good luck, Bia. And just leaves. And it's little John, yeah, in the background. <laughs> and you know, you know what my problem with James Bond is? I think is they take it too seriously. Too seriously. I think. Well, I, I was watching some old James Bond movies. And like, they're like corny. <laughs> they are. They're corny on purpose. Like, okay, so James Bond always gets the girl. It's always kind of a... There's always a little bit of a smile behind everything, and lots of people die. Right. Lots of people die. And now he just kills people, and he doesn't even look happy about it. Like, he's right, real yeah. depressed. He's just stern-faced the entire right. time. Right, and he's and dealing like, with a lot of heartbreak and, like, everyone. This there's no James cheesy Bond, one-liners? No, this James Bond, everyone who's around him, like, is, like, like sad. And, like, he, everyone around him dies. This is like a tragic James Bond, and I don't really like it. <laughs> right. I don't like it. Oh, where's, where's my happy fun time super spy movie? <laughs> right. I don't like it. Mission and Impossible is like these crazy scenes of like, and it's just fun. And then the other part of it that's even weirder to me, I don't understand. Um, I just it. There's. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird to quantify this. So okay, Pierce Brosnan was like lighthearted adventurey. And then for like I don't understand why they turn like why this was the choice, but it does feel like a lot of people are dying because in this one, M changed, and then also uh, the the guy who does the gadgets changed too. Q Q. So by the by the end of this run, it will be all new people inside of of the whole organization. Right. So I do, but like he's like all like mopey and sad about it. Right. Because I mean even even the other spy movie I can think of, uh, the Kingsman. Like, that right. was a little bit... He's been purposely big over the top because... So do you think it's because everyone else is making fun of him now that they've kind of... They're like, okay, well, if they're going to be funny, then we're going to be serious. Yeah, but I feel like it doesn't work like that. Like you I don't can't, think so either. Like, you can't... Like, no one can be like, oh, happy fun times, and then be like, well, we're going to be serious, and everyone's going to take us seriously. Well, right, because part, part, part of the point of this is that James Bond is supposed to be cavalier and nonchalant about... Like, he's secretly taking this seriously, but you never know... Right. But instead, like, also in every one of them, the same thing happens over and over. IMF gets mad at him. Or not IMF, that's the other ones. Uh, MI5, MI6 gets mad at him and, like, suspends all his identities again. Right. And they keep, like, tracking him. And M's like, when you find him, arrest him. And then, like, he's secretly working with them, but not really. And then he clears everyone's name. And at the end, they're like, good job, James. Right. And it's like, no, don't talk to me. You just, like, you had nine people trying to arrest me a minute ago. Right, yeah. This was supposed to be the end. <laughs> right. Um... 
And then like the CIA is always helping him. The black dude that's in Westworld is yeah. is the American CIA, and he's always like, "They put a burn notice out on you. You've got twenty four seconds to get out of here." And it's, it's like, like, "Oh no! Why are we helping him?" <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't like it as much. Uh, they're talking Tom Hiddleston may be the next, and he's someone I can see having a fun because Loki Loki is that kind of jokester. I and, kind and of Hiddleston role. in the stuff that I've seen him in, in the interviews and stuff, he's clearly an intelligent guy, but like he kind of gets it. Right. He seems to kind of always have like a little bit of a smirk to him. Right. I think he'd be an interesting one. Uh, Idris Elba was someone else people wanted, and they said no. Um, I think the direct. I think one of the directors or producers recently came out and said there's no way a woman would ever be James Bond. Um, I don't know. I w- that I w- probably made people angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably did. I wouldn't. Ca- I don't care. Like to me, the idea of James Bond is that it's a constantly evolving identity. Right, and that's the thing that like. Obviously, there's like six different James Bond because it's, it's an identity that you can change to right. people. And, it's, and so, like, the point of the 007 designation is that, like, every someone else gets it every time. Right. So, okay, the 007's dead. Let's get a new 007 in. And, like, we always have these same 10 agents or whatever in action, and these same 10 code names. And then each one of them has their own, like, classification of skill set. And, like, they do so. What I would like to see is, like, 007, like, deal with a couple other agents. Right, and like they have different some, skill sets. Some him, rogue right? agents that like right, or like they have to work together for something. So like 007 and 006 get together, but 006 is a hacker. Right, and they have to figure something out. Right, like I would just kind of enjoy that, but he always works alone, and he's right. a tragic rogue figure. Tragic rogue figure. Everyone he loves dies, and yeah. or is he's in the love British with him. super spy Batman. Got right. it. Oh, so excited. Got it. Also, he's like super British. Yeah, he is super British, and it's never a British guy who plays him. Right. So it's super weird about that. Um, yeah, the most, I don't know. The most accurate is the weirdest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like the most realistic. It's like, yeah, if a super spy was a British man, he'd probably be like this. And we're like, ah, what is this garbage? Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> we don't like this at all. We miss Daniel Craig. <laughs> um, so I, I think I think Idris Elba would have been a good one, too, but I think he also might have would have played it with a smirk a little bit. Because he tends to kind of have that sarcastic kind of in the losers, he's really sarcastic. I really, I just really enjoy movies that have a lighthearted like that can that can change up the tone enough where it's just like it's not just all dark all the time. So I don't like DC that much. Well, I don't mind if it's dark as long as it like, like it makes sense. But if this is the like if this guy is so in this one uh, by like the third one, he's all messed up emotionally and he's in the movie with Javier Bardem mm-hmm. and like he can't even focus enough to shoot and all that. And he's like, "Is there anything left of you?" All of I like at that. Like I don't like that. Like I don't get that part where he's just falling apart. By the end of the series, it's like, "What is he even alive?" Yeah, who's left? Like what? What is Daniel? Like what is Daniel Craig's character at this point? If every one of these movies keeps taking huge chunks out of the the life of James Bond, so I don't know. I don't get it. But uh, hopefully, with the new James Bond, will be a new direction. Maybe something a little more lighthearted, a little more action fun instead of action serious. Oh, no. Too so serious. Too so serious. Anyway, this kind of wraps up the Monday edition of Nerd Thug Radio as I clap again. I don't know. Like, all of a <laughs> Gotta sudden. Gotta clap now. Uh, uh, what have you done? What have you become? Uh, anyway, I hope you enjoy your Monday as much as we enjoy bringing you Monday's entertainment. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Hanging out with you as always. Corey DLG. Ned. And uh, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs> <laughs>